Hello, everyone. My name is Parham, and I am the host of the We Got You podcast. And today, we are going to be talking about a really fun topic. This is going to be exercise and basically the benefits of exercise, what it does for us. So, my first question is: Well, do you guys work out? Um, I at the beginning of um, lockdown, I started working out because, you know, I just like it was just so I felt so restricted and like there's nothing to do and it was so boring. So yeah, I started working out and it helped a lot like with how I felt during that time. It really helped um, with my like stress and everything. Yeah. Joe, how about you? Um, I started working out because I was not really comfortable with what I looked like. And I noticed that after I started working out, my self-confidence started to increase. It, it made me feel so much better about myself. I actually hated looking in the mirrors before, but after I always looked to see if there was progress and if there was, it would make me really happy. And I feel, I feel like I still do. Um, I started working out maybe uh, right before the lockdown, I would say. Uh, because uh, my boyfriend started working out as well and he started motivating me so um, it really took a really good turn in my life and I would recommend it to everybody who's feeling down as well yeah I kind of did the same reason as Joe a little bit I started in March I think when the lockdown started for the schools with March break and uh, confidence wasn't great I wasn't happy with how I looked so I started working out and I kind of got more and more into it as I went on, and now I kind of can't can't not work out. I kind of have to all the time. And it's kind of like an addiction, but uh, it, I'm happy that I did because I really enjoy it now, and I have a regiment, and it's fun to do. And uh, it's even more fun because people sometimes ask you, like, oh, what do you do? How do you work out? What do you use? And it's sometimes it's nice to know that sometimes you can help people now and help them find ways to feel better about themselves. Yeah, and I think that's uh, the reason Joe was talking about. That's a reason for a lot of us because a lot of us weren't happy with how we looked. We weren't happy with who we saw in the mirror. And that's why we started to work out. I know personally, back in grade nine, I was definitely not at a place I wanted to be with how I looked, with how my body was. And when I decided to work out again, that feeling of the self-confidence boost, you know, even the act of working out, I know there's a chemical reaction that happens in your brain and it makes you, you know, feel happier and all that really, really helped. But on the contrary to you guys, I actually started, stopped kind of working out at the beginning of quarantine, just cause like, I don't know, it was uh, not feeling it, but I still tried to go for runs and now I'm starting to weight lift again. So when you guys work out, what kind of workouts do you usually do? Like, Honestly, for me, workouts have been very different throughout the entire journey. Like I find, it honestly depends on why you're working out from what I've learned from my friends too. If you're working out to lose weight, a lot of people kind of think that, oh, if you want to lose weight in your stomach, you should go for core workouts. That's where most people want to lose workout. But from what I've heard from a lot of people, uh, like what I did, I started with weights, just arm weights, because that's kind of the easiest way to ease into exercise for me at least. Because if you don't have good stamina and endurance, running is definitely not going to be a good workout for you. And I found with uh, like just free weights and dumbbells, it's very easy to ease in. It's very easy to start and it really just depends on how strong you are because if you're really strong you can start with it a little easier but if you're not so strong it's a lot easier to ease into it and it kind of gives you that kind of physical like progress you can see which mm -hmm. kind of helps motivate you more because core workouts it's a lot harder to see 
kind of growth, it takes a lot more time. And if you don't see that, it's kind of hard to motivate. But I honestly think it depends on what areas you're trying to lose weight in and what kind of progress you're trying to see. Yeah, for me, um, yeah, I was really like, I um, was very focused on like my core, but to lose like weight, you have to do like cardio. We have to do some, some type of cardio or else it's gonna be so difficult. So yeah, I did um, cardio, I did core, I did like muscle training. Um, yeah. Um, for me, I started um, not just working out. I started basically in a very unhealthy way, dieting uh, when I was in grade eight, nine. But I really didn't do my research then. And my like goal was like then was just to be really skinny um, and not like not what I'm thinking right now, because right now I want to be toned rather than skinny. But um, before when young girls, uh, they're exposed to basically social media or these expectations that that societies like give us, uh, we think, oh, yes, being skinny is perfect or looking like that is so like it's going to be achievable if you just starve yourself and just do core or cardio or go for walks or runs. But the truth is that um, I feel like lifting and weights give you more of a how, I don't know how to say it, but more motivation, I guess, and it makes you feel better than how just doing cardio and starving yourself would ever do. And I, for me, I started doing lower body because my legs were very skinny before, and I was always uh, very insecure about that. So I started doing lower body and I felt really like way more stronger after I started using weights. And I felt like it was more than just looks after I started losing, like using weights. Um, it made me feel a bit more stronger mentally and physically, you could say. And uh, I know if you're just gonna stick to dieting, if like starving yourself, again, this is something that I tried. It's really not consistent. Like sure, in the first, you know, you can lose a lot of weight really quickly, but what tends to happen is it's impossible to stay consistent with a diet that is basically nothing, right? So eventually you're gonna have to start eating again. And then when you do start eating again, you put back a lot of that weight. And that's so demotivating for me. That's why I personally also like to weight train a lot. I don't know what your guys' experience is with dieting too. Yeah, well, definitely like dieting, a lot of people think, a lot of people think dieting means eating less and that's not the case. You, it depends on what you eat. And sometimes, you know, um, people are trying to build their muscle. A lot of protein is necessary. So a lot of meat is necessary. And they think, oh, I have to stay away from meat. I have to stay away from carbs. Like, I can't eat those. Like, but you have to think, like, what you have to, like, you know, it's better to look at a meal plan and, like, see what's good for what you're trying to achieve and not just, you know. I feel a lot of times people go on social media and just, you know, search up, oh, like, what do I, what, what does this celebrity eat? And what does this celebrity eat? Oh, they eat salads. I'm just going to eat salads. And that's going to help me. But it, that's not necessarily the case all the time. Yeah. I think dieting is one of the biggest kind of issues, especially people our age for losing weight. Because I know when I started, I tried to lose like three times. And the first two times was only diet and it failed horribly. It works for a couple months. And especially, I think, dieting it really depends a lot more on portion size than what you're eating because i think the biggest issue people our age have is how much you're eating because you really don't realize how much you're eating and i think 
that was what I started doing. I started with portion control because I was eating like 3,000 calories a day because I, I used to do Taekwondo. I was working out every eight years. I would go three times a week and I was really exercising a lot, but I was so hungry. I was eating so much food. I was basically canceling that out and then gaining weight. So it didn't matter how much exercise I did. So I had to cut my diet down. But instead of just getting rid of everything, I just said, okay, I'm going to try and eat more protein, eat less fats and carbohydrates, eat more vegetables, and then just work out equal to that. And I really think it's a good balance between exercise and diet because a lot of people don't understand that after a certain point in exercise, you actually have to boost up how much food you're eating because at a certain point, you're going to start gaining actual fat and not gaining muscle no matter how much you work out because your body's going to start saving fat because it doesn't have enough food to eat. And a lot of people don't realize that. And there's a lot of good sources online that kind of talk about that, but they're kind of drowned out by the amount of like really big bodybuilders and fitness people out there who are constantly promoting like, uh, these really kind of fad diets and there's a lot of diet pill stuff that happens, which really isn't healthy. But I really think the mindset with especially people our age kind of needs to shift because it's really not healthy. And there's a lot of people who are suffering from it and it's not a good way to live because it's not, you're not able to keep that up. You just can't keep it up in the long run. Not at all. And it's not fun. Like, I think the most important thing is finding a diet that's fun for you, like that you actually enjoy eating. Otherwise, you can't stay consistent with it. So where I started was I was like, okay, I'm just going to cut out the snacks that I eat that I don't actually need. So like chips, you know, I cut out sodas completely. I still don't drink sodas. And people don't realize just how much of their calories are coming from these empty nutritional, like non-nutritional snacks like chips. Like people will eat a bag of chips and not realize that, oh, I just went through a thousand calories. And that's what usually happened for me. I think like meal plan, meal prep is like really beneficial because um, for one week I tried going vegan and during that week I made my own meals and I just felt so much healthier because of what I was eating. It wasn't like frozen pizza. I cooked the meals and it was fresh and it, it tastes like it tastes good because I, I meal planned and I searched up recipes. So definitely meal planning is, is beneficial. And if you're going to, if you, and it's good to try that instead of just like eating like frozen food and all that, because you have to look at the calories, like Nicholas said, because calories play a huge role in um, weight gain for sure. Um, adding on to what Nicholas said, um, I feel like there's so many myths that we're exposed to uh, in the social media. If we search up stuff online, there's so many things that are not true, like avoid carbs, go on a keto diet, stuff like that. I feel like it's very uh, misleading for especially the younger audience. If you don't know where or like if you're like starting to get into workouts and fitness, I guess. And I feel like there's no way we can avoid it unless we talk about it. And one way would be to raise awareness about it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the thing with all those diets is like, it's not a one size fits all. Like personally, keto works for me, but it might not work for someone else. You know, high carbs might work for someone. It's, it's really dependent on your genetics or what you enjoy to eat. And people at, are afraid to experiment is what I've realized. It's like, oh, this vegan diet doesn't work for me, I'm hopeless. So I can't try anything else. Yeah, the biggest issue I've heard with people is intermittent fasting and keto are very, very special diets that if you don't do it properly, it's very dangerous. And how, from what I've heard, I've had family members who tried keto and it worked for them, but they said their hair started falling out at one point. I was like, that, that's not healthy. You really need to watch what you're doing. And there's a lot of dangerous diets out there that I think if you don't have proper discipline, 
or you're not in a position to where you can keep it up at a good rate, it's very dangerous. I definitely think intermittent fasting is probably a more dangerous one because there's people out there who are like, oh, I don't eat until 12 to 8. And then after that, I don't eat. But I'm also doing all this physical activity and I'm going to school. Oh, and I'm just lightheaded half the day. It's just not healthy. And I honestly believe that the stuff that is spread, a lot of rumors that you see online, a lot of stuff that you see on Instagram, YouTube, like it's kind of kind of thrown at you, especially with your age. Like there's a lot of YouTubers out there who are fitness YouTubers who are like, oh, uh, take these diet pills, do this, do that, do these workouts. And all of them are just super buff. And you can tell they're probably not natural with the amount of fitness they have. And there's a small pocket out there who are kind of a lot more natural based. And I definitely think when you find a good fitness creator that you like to watch, I definitely think trying to find a creator who you think represents what you're trying to do best is very helpful because it kind of gives you an idea of what you're trying to aim for. And having that kind of role model really helps you get to where you want because you have a image that you're aiming for. But finding someone who's actually a good role model and not just there to sell you something or to sell this dream that's not possible is very hard to find. One person that I really liked on YouTube was Athlete X. I don't know if you guys heard of him, but like that's probably the person I went to at the beginning for all of my uh, personal, you know, what do I do on this machine? What do I do with this weight? You know, and that's where I really started. But moving on from diet, I kind of want to talk about more of the mental effects of physically working out because there's so much for me, like confidence, like, um, you know, I felt better after every workout there was more discipline so i want to kind of hear what working out did for you mentally uh, definitely confidence and like when you start working out you start to see the progress and you you just feel this type of way about yourself like oh like i feel better about my self-confidence i'm able to walk around i feel proud of my accomplishments and it's just something fitness does for you and it's does for your mind and body like you looking how you feel comfortable helps you feel, you know, helps you feel, oh, look, um, I've changed and I could do this. And I, it just gives you a boost of motivation, really. Oh, Joe, we can't hear anything. I'm so sorry. I was talking okay. to my mom. I'm so sorry. Um, but I feel, I feel like the most, like, I guess the most I got from working out mental, like mental health wise would be, uh, that I, at the end of the day, I would feel very accomplished of what I've done throughout the day. So like, you can't just work out and not eat, or you have to meet a certain uh, goal of protein and take that you have to eat in order to build muscle. Um, if sometimes when I don't work out, I really feel sometimes very guilty. I guess like it turns into an addiction after, but it's a, it's like a, if used in moderation, it's very good for you. But at the end of the day, I feel very proud of myself. I feel like, yes, I'm good at this. I'm very proud of myself. I think that will take a big like turn in your mental health, especially if you feel really bad about yourself. If you constantly put yourself down, working out might really help you out. Yeah, the confidence that you feel after working out and kind of seeing that changes, it's a confidence that I, I don't think I've ever felt before. It's a very different type of accomplishment that you feel. And even like the little changes that you'll notice, like, oh, my wrist, I can see more definition here. My forearm, I can see more definition here. And those small changes that you go on. And I think that when you set those small goals on those small areas, where like, okay, I want to see this change. And then when you see it and then you set a smaller goal, it really does make you feel better and even makes you better in other areas of your life. Because if you're like, hey, I set up goals here and I accomplished them and I can do it with exercise. How can I put this towards school now? 
how can I make myself better at what I'm doing with schoolwork? Because the confidence that you feel now with your body, you can now feel kind of with your mental exercise with school, feel more confident when you're getting better grades. And it kind of, it kind of spreads out to other parts of your life. It makes you feel really good. And it's also getting people telling you, oh, you look really good now and looking in the mirror and feeling good. Knowing that you have that control over your life that you didn't really have before allows you to do more things in your life, even just not in other areas and to kind of be better at school. Cause you don't have that anxiety or stress from those areas to kind of pull you down in the other areas of your life. And, def and I, oh, I definitely like working out kind of relieves stress and anxiety. So after you work out, you know, you're, when you do your, when you're doing school work, you're not really thinking, you're not really feeling stressed. You're able to just kind of at the end of the day, just do your work. And it actually ends up, you know, it turns out really good because you're doing it with confidence and you're like, you're not in a state of mind where you're just pressured and stressed. Yeah. And I think there's a few forms of confidence that comes with working out. Like, obviously, there's that confidence that you get that now you look better, you're physically stronger, right? But there's also a confidence that comes from pushing yourself mentally. So for me, I really love running. Like, that's my favorite kind of cardio, long distance running. And the confidence I feel after running like 5K, you know, 6K, 7K, whatever it is, pushing myself it's a different kind of confidence. Like you go home and you could be working on a school assignment even and being like, oh, this is nothing. Look at what I just did here. And that's always something for me to go back to. Um, I also feel like uh, people who are always feeling down, it, it is like, like scientifically proven that moving around helps you um, forget about stress that you have. Uh, just better and just a better like positive change I guess um it also helps that you are doing something rather than nothing I feel like when teenagers especially they probably feel really bad about how they look how they feel and then they go back to eating very unhealthy and then they feel oh my god after they like eat junk food they'll be like oh my god I should not have done that but I feel like working out gets rid of that guilt and that regret that you kind of accumulate after eating or doing something that you don't like or promise yourself not to do again. I feel like like fitness would be a like a great like way to start that kind of habit. Yeah, and I think when you do decide to treat yourself, working out and dieting, like sticking to a strict regimen makes that treat even better because like well in economics there's something called marginal utility and this is where the more you consume of one product the less satisfaction that you gain from it so in, when you eat one bite of cake it's going to taste a lot better than the 50th bite that you had that day and i think that applies to this treating yourself as well because if you decide to like oh, I had a really tough day today. I'm going to eat this bag of Doritos or like, you know, this bowl of Doritos or whatever it is. It's going to taste so much better. You know, that's my experience with it. Yeah, I really think that when you look at how everything goes, I think near the beginning, it's a lot harder when you get into it. I honestly think the first two weeks to a month is the hardest part because there are a lot of points where you either don't see what you want to see or you start gaining weight, because a lot of times if you start doing weights, you'll start gaining weight before you lose it because you're getting muscle. And that can kind of get almost kind of annoying. Just like, why am I gaining weight? I, I was exercising. It doesn't make any sense. And I think when you kind of, after a while and you get used to it and you start feeling good about it, 
rewarding yourself feels good. Because I almost know, I almost reward myself with exercise. I'm like, okay, I finished my school work, I can go work out now. I go downstairs, I can do what I need to do. Uh, and then I can kind of relax after. I think there's kind of that peace after you work out where you're just tired and you want to relax. And it kind of, it's kind of where your mind is just completely empty and you can kind of relax. And it's something that you don't really get from most things. There's something for, that you get from working out that you don't get from most things. And I think if you don't, if you haven't felt it yet, I think once you feel you kind of get hooked and it's really hard to kind of shake it off. Even when I take breaks, I'm like, okay, I've, I've taken more than two days break. I have to go back now. But I also think regulating yourself and not pushing yourself too hard is also really important because some people push them too hard. I know this happened once. I have a bad shoulder and I hurt my shoulder once. I couldn't work out for a week and it killed me. And then the second I was better, I went back to it. I made sure to watch it. And I think understanding your body and looking at the signs and knowing not to push yourself is also very important because if you don't understand and listen to your body, you're going to get more bad from bad than good from working out. And I think some people overestimate how much they need to do at the beginning. It's like, I need to work out two hours a day, you know, 50 pound weights, this, this. It's like, you can just start with a few dumbbell curls or like just a few push-ups. you know, work out 15 minutes a day, even moving 15 minutes is better than moving. Not at all. Because when you think, Oh, I'm going to work out two hours every single day that you get stunned, you know, you get paralyzed because you feel like you have so much work to do. I would recommend everyone at home listening, start off small. You know, if you don't have weights, do some push-ups. If you can't do a push-up, do an assisted push-up. You know, whatever you need to do, just get moving. And that would be my advice to everyone out there. And I think that's why it's important to have a good mentor or someone you're watching on YouTube that motivates you to do, you know, little by little every day. And they, and during the videos, they motivate you and they're telling you exactly what to do and if you're, if you know, if you're going off an app, you saw on Instagram, it's, it's not as effective because there's no one really to mentor you or teach you or, you know, keep um, bring you through the journey. And, you know, those apps can be misleading too. So definitely I advise like everyone like to find a good YouTuber first and, you know, research that first before you start working out because they're going to be there through your whole journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I agree with Gretchen a lot. I feel like a lot of people uh, get mis- like misleading information, um, just certain workouts that they shouldn't be doing or just like they don't understand their body first in order to, in order to work out. So I feel like researching is very important when it comes to proper form so that you don't hurt yourself, dieting or just following your um, protein intake, carbs, whatever you want to reach. I feel like researching and finding someone that, you want to be like it's very important and it should be one of the first steps that anyone should be taking when they're starting their workout or fitness routine um and yeah that's it and i like actually have recommendation like when i started working out um during covid i started to work out to chloe ting and she's very motivational like and she has workouts on everything and she's talking through the whole video so it feels like she's actually there and someone's there with you the whole time and, you know, she also has like um, what you should eat and meal plans. And she has all that stuff. So I would definitely check her channel out. And um, if you're looking towards working out. And if you can't find someone to work out with, like not obviously in the same room because we can't do that right now, but just keep someone there to have you accountable. You know, like, hey, did you do your workout today? Did you do this? You know, you can set your plan together. And I think that also really, really helps. So... 
some of the last comments I want to talk about, what, what would your advice be to someone that's just starting to work out? Take it slow. There's no rush to achieving your goal. As long as you stay focused on what you want, it's definitely possible for you to accomplish it. So just stay motivated, take it slow, and you could do it for sure. Um, my advice would be think of uh, working out as more like a lifetime or a lifestyle instead of thinking of it as a short-term or temporary thing to stop right after you reach your goal. Think of it for just bettering, not bettering, betterment of your health, uh, your physical health, both and mental and physical health. Yeah, I honestly think if you're starting to work out, it honestly depends on the type of person you are, how your body is built, the way that you are. And I think the number one, finding somebody who's similar to how your body type is very important. And also after that, setting small goals is really important. I mean, I started, I wanted to do one chin up and I can do 15. So you want to set those small goals and they're going to change along the way. But if you set those small goals, it's a lot easier than saying, I want to have abs in nine months. Just If you just say you want to have abs, you're not going to get there because when you're getting there in between, you're, never, you're not going to see it for a lot more than nine months and then you're never going to get it. You need to work towards that and slowly set these goals and not only set them to one area. If you want to work on your core, you want to make sure it's equal because you don't want to have super built legs but have no muscle on your arms. You got to make sure you're well-rounded and that you kind of work with your body as it goes and that you make sure that you understand what you need. You're fueling yourself with what you need and your workouts are going to be constantly changing as your body grows because if you're doing the same thing you did at the one month point, at the nine month point, you're not going to see much growth. Yeah, thank you guys so much. This was a really fun topic, one of my favorite topics to speak about. This is the We Got You podcast. Make sure to drop a like, follow us on Instagram. Thank you guys so much. Bye.